Welcome to the Global from Asia e-commerce gladiator series, where you can follow along the progress of setting up a cross-border e-commerce business from start to finish. Hear insights of real product research, Amazon FBA, China manufacturing, branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia. Now, let's tune in. E-commerce Gladiator podcast series episode number 14. Friday here when the show goes live and I will be in the middle of one of our bigger events, Cross Border Matchmaker. It's going to be intense. So whether you listen to this on this day or in the future, uh, just want to give a shout out to SF Express, one of our sponsors of the Cross Border Matchmaker. It's an international logistics service provider. You might have heard of them. Actually, they just came to our door and delivered a package while I was recording this. They are a reliable one-stop integrated service for international express logistics, supply chain, and even financial services for manufacturers. You can check them out at sf-express.com. They'll be at our conference if you happen to be there or not. Uh, we will be covering them more in future episodes. Thanks again, SF Express, for your support of the cross-border matchmaker and Global from Asia. So for this week's show, we are talking about the production still. We're still talking deeply about getting a product right. Last time we had Lorenzo, our partner on the team, giving us a report with our other team members, Roland, and we had an issue of quality. We had to reject the order from Ewu Market. So Thanks, everybody, for your feedback. I know it's getting a little bit confusing. We have so many people on the show now and different new names. So I know some of you have been a little bit confused. So I'm just trying to recap a little bit. So Sisitano.com is our brand. We're making these stovetop espresso makers. Uh, the big pressure is we've been trying to make it for Christmas. And today's show is we're going to discuss about that reality or not. We're at the end of October now. And Lorenzo went with Eno. Eno is working with Insight Quality, our QC partner, to take him to different factories in Zhejiang province. So that was pretty intense. And we are now doing a little bit of a recap of what happened. That was about a week ago. They went to the factories and samples have been coming in to Lorenzo. And we need to make some decisions on some factories and timelines. So it's uh, another insightful one. Thank you, everybody, for your feedback. I'm glad you guys enjoy. Let's tune in. Thank you, everybody. Another Global from Asia e-commerce gladiator series. We're doing these real time. And today we have Lorenzo back with us, the partner in Power Living Inc. Thanks, thanks, Lorenzo. Hey, my pleasure. I was going, Mike. I was going, Eno. We have a special treat, guys. Yeah, we have a special treat. We have Eno from Insight Quality man helping helping us out in iwu so thank you for being here uh you know you're welcome my pleasure great so so maybe first you know do you want to introduce uh yourself and what what you do well I, i'm based here in iwu and i'm uh generally a supervisor for inside quality services for inspections that we do in Zhejiang and Jiangsu province nice so then you said we were talking for the recording. You've been out there since 2014 and yes. with Insight. So that's that's cool. It's great. And then so then you and Lorenzo have been working together on our project. 
Lorenzo, do you want to explain what's been happening since since the last time? Yeah, first of all, I just want to let everyone know that Ineo has been our lives here. Him and uh, his wife, Emma, have been absolutely angels. Without them, would be completely lost and would be uh, in a hole because uh, they they saved us so many times, especially when we had a very bad, defective um, order from the espresso maker from the market. He was the one to save our, our skin, basically, with his uh, keen eye and experience. So, and his patience always with me, uh, picking me up, taking me everywhere, and just want to thank them live for all the effort. You guys are amazing, and we really appreciate that. Thanks, you know, thanks, Emma. You're, you're welcome. Okay, cool. It's been a pleasure with you as well. Great. Thank you. So, so as far as the business uh, story... Uh, this is the first time, you know, you've been on the show. Actually, we're getting listeners telling me they're getting a little bit confused with all the different people. So, so uh, again, like we said, Eno is with Insight Quality. He's he's a third party inspection specialist, and he's helped Lorenzo, our our partner in the company, to navigate EWU's market. And also, last just uh, last week, uh, from our last show, and well, actually, the business. Uh, we had that. Maybe what happened? You got the money. Well, actually, I'll let Lorenzo report back. Yes, uh, once we had the bad, um, the bad shipment uh, from the market, we ordered uh, 432 uh, six cup espresso makers. And as soon as we uh, we opened them, it was obvious that they were completely defective because there were big stains on all of them. There were bad. Uh, Welding, welding jobs on every one of, I mean, pretty much every one of them, quite a few. The uh, the leads would either not open completely or close fully. So obviously it was, uh, we could not, t- um, we could not accept that. And Eno told me that they, uh, they, they failed basically by over 80%. So right away, we, I missed the, uh, the shop owner. We, and we went, uh, some of the, the bats, uh, the uh, bat samples with us. Among all of the, uh, the 432, we explained to her that we cannot take this. And at first, she was okay with giving us a deposit minus a 204 fee to go and pick, pick to have the driver go pick up the, the goods. But then finally managed to convince her that hey, it's not our fault if they're defective. And so we, can, we cannot accept that. And finally, she, uh, she kept her word. She returned my, our full deposit, 1,000 RMBs, which was quite a relief. And yeah, so now we, um, after that on Friday, with Eno was kind enough to, um, well, first of all, we agreed to not to, to go to, to, um, to look for suppliers at the market anymore, but straight go to the factories to get higher quality and all that. So we, um, we searched for actual suppliers, actual manufacturers, Eno helped us, um, locate and, uh, book appointments with three of them. And we, we went on Friday. All day. The first one was a uh, a trading company. Very nice uh, office. Very nice showroom. They were very, um, I mean, very professional. We were impressed. And after that, we went to um, an actual factory, which was more like, as you know, nicely uh, mentioned, nicely said, it's more like a, like a workshop because it was a small factory, but still it was a factory. And they were they were okay. They were, they were good people. Good. Um, Good quality and uh, and uh, and they gave gave me uh, a sample of the special maker. They were friendly and nice. And then after that, we went to another company, which uh, you know had uh, uh, booked an appointment for us. 
It was a trading company which had a uh, partnership with a big factory, and the factory was right on premises, a huge factory with a big uh, production line. Not only they showed us our, our showroom, all the different types of products they do, they, they, they manufacture not only um, espresso makers of all types, Italian style, French style, any, any style you want, you name it. But also we do quite a lot of uh, other uh, kitchen products. And after that, they took us for, uh, for, for a tour of the actual production line, department by department, which was quite impressive and quite interesting. And I was able to get some pictures and videos, which I did share on the, uh, on the, with the group. So uh, that's basically the gist of it. And now we... Um, and uh, I got uh, still in touch with, with the three factories, the three companies. I got one sample uh, on the spot uh, from the second factory slash workshop. It's pretty good quality. And then I also messaged the other two companies, the trading comp- uh, the two trading companies. And uh, the first one that we that we uh, visited, the very professional one. Uh, the girl said that she would send it to me, but we would have to cover the, the cost for the shipping. I said no problem. She said she sent it yesterday, but I still haven't received it. And then also I've been asking the same, the um, third company, third trading company of the big factory. Um, I, I asked the girl yesterday and she said she would send it to me today and receive today, which I did. I just got it tonight. And normally she sent one, uh, uh, the uh, normal six uh, cup classical, classic special uh, maker uh, that can be used on both electric and gas stove. But also she sent me another one a one cup, very nice, a dark brown with uh, both inside and outside polished, and that looks much more professional. Because when we went to the um, to the showrooms and we started to uh, to become more familiar with, after visiting a few factories and companies, we got more more and more familiar on on what is the best type of special makers that that actually would make give us the best product. And we found out that the best one would be the ones that have the inside and the outside polished because not only they're they're made of much better quality but they they last longer so i asked the girl to send me one that is polished on inside and outside but she only had one cup espresso maker uh, in stock and she sent she sent that to me and she didn't ask for any money so which was quite nice of her so so yeah so so far i have three uh three samples just waiting for one more to arrive hopefully by tomorrow so i can bring them with me to shenzhen and we can all uh, test them, try them, take pictures, and all the good stuff. Okay. So that's basically the uh, the, uh, the summary of uh, what we've been okay. doing. Great. So so going to Eno, uh, Eno, you've done this at least probably more than a few years, and you work in lots of different situations. Is this like uh, our last podcast for the Gladiator series here? We were talking about maybe the Iwu market lady said that this quality level is normal for the market and that this is what we should expect. Is that something you would say is normal? Well, uh, the response from shop owner, like saying something like this, I would say is normal, but uh, it generally depends what kind of material is the product made of, uh, how complex it is. Like, I would say... What can be made fairly easy, a simple product without many components. I think in last podcast you mentioned that China is uh, much more professional in injection plastics. Yep, yep. Well, it differs a lot. Uh, are you buying a metal product, a plastic product? And, uh, of course, quantity you are buying. Honest. I had uh, two, for example... 
before two years, I had uh, two times order from the same supplier. Then first one was a test order, and the uh, quality was also bad, but the customer demanded to take the pieces that are good. So we selected out bad pieces, then just shipped uh, pieces that are of good quality. Then when, when he did reorder, he did a bigger order, and he asked to do with the same supplier. And he was also afraid of the quality, but we chose the designs made by uh, what the supplier had to offer. Then they made the product specially for him, and all quantity was okay. So it's really hard to say. I think one time Andy also also mentioned in your podcast is if you are buying a product that is made for yourself or you are buying something. In stock, how long uh, that product was in stock. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's true. So I, I'm wondering that must that stuff must have been like left leftovers from a previous production. It's almost like what yeah. she admitted. So well, when we went to the shop to return the product, then when we were explaining the quality, at first she said she will return the deposit because she cannot offer us any better because for the price that she is getting from. Her supplier from factories is, is those are leftovers probably what the QC company like like us reject the shipment for the customer that orders I don't know one container of coffee makers then that that uh, shop in EU market is buying just under quality products and they sell it for cheaper price because after, when we visited the all factory. For the coffee maker, their price was about 15 20% higher than what we had in market. Even for the huge quantities, they couldn't reach the market price. I understand. Yeah, so it seems like, at least for us, we have have to, we had to give up on the market and we're, we're going to factories. So then you, it was Emma and Eno and, and Lorenzo Friday, right? You guys went to see... A lot of factories like Lorenzo was just reporting back to us. We have a WeChat group for the team and he was putting tons of pictures and videos. We'll try to put some of those in the, in the show notes. But so you saw a few and like Lorenzo is waiting for a few samples. I think probably the hard thing that I think is happening is we're trying to get a low, pretty low production run, right? We're trying to do less than a thousand pieces. Yes, all factories that we visited, uh, their initial information was that their MOQ was 2,000 pieces, but we are trying to convince them that allow us to order 500, like that would be a test order to just try out each other, them as our supplier, and they will feel you guys as a customer. And I just would like to add that uh, the markets is, uh, are good if it comes, as you know, mentioned, for any simple product. The simpler the product, the better. If, it's, if it uh, requires anything sophisticated, anything more advanced, then I would recommend going to factory. It also depends on which market you're targeting. If you're selling, say, to very demanding market and customers, like, say, North America, Europe, and obviously you need to go to the, to the factories directly. But if you're selling, say, to less demanding customers, like, say, in the Middle East, Africa, or the Indian subcontinents, then in that case, the market would uh, would be fine for you. So it also depends on what kind of uh, market you're targeting and what kind of products you're looking for. That's also important factors to take into consideration. 
Got it. Yes, when we were returning the product to the shop, they were saying they always deliver the same level of quality to their customers, and they were selling it for a few few years already. And that the, the customers that continuously have reorders with them are not complaining of the quality. They just accept that as is. Crazy. That's, I think that's why sometimes when I've talked to factories at trade shows or online, they want to know what market you're selling to, probably. Yes. Well, well EU market is generally more focused on Middle East and South America market. Okay. But, but uh, the other two products that we were sourcing for you guys came in without any problems. Those were from plastic. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, you know, on the show, I said, I think China is well known for injection mold plastic. Uh, I think metal is a little bit harder or not as common. So there's less choices for everyone. And yeah. metal is normal that it will produce defects during the production. Okay. And what would you say is the uh, normal acceptable rate of defect for metal metallic products, you know, from your experience? Well, I'm talking about the, the, the factory that factory is coming during production, which they need to consider into the price. Then they take out from the, the their inline QC. What we saw in the last factory that, that they have their own workers checking the quality. They take out the bad pieces. Usually, for metal products, it can happen from 10 to 20 percent that is defective during production, which factory should take out and not ship the customer. All right. Making sense. So do you think we should, I've been kind of voting towards doing a thousand piece order. I, I don't know. I just feel like we're, do you think these factories seems like they are willing to accept the 500, but like Lorenzo tell me some of them wanted a hundred percent payment up front. I'm trying. Yeah. Yes. That first factory that um, the, the second place, the one that had the, uh, the products 500 in stock, the, the second, the, the smaller factory that, the, the workshop, I was chatting with a lady from there and she re- requested to have the 100% up front. Well, the, they, when we visited them, we were talking that uh, except low quantity you guys need also the delivery time to be expressed five or seven days max. So they were saying they would accept that, but uh, my opinion is that, that it is possible that they cannot catch that delivery time. So they are afraid if you put the deposit and they promise seven days, they cannot make in those seven days. They will afraid that you will cancel order or what. But if you pay everything, they will just try to prolong. It will be after one day, two days. Then after two days, they will stay again. After two days, then it will stay a long time. So how long do you think this this little game can go on from the factories? Well, the uh, like I said, they feel like a workshop to me, and the workshop will promise almost anything to customer to get the order. In the end, you will get the same same delivery time as normal bigger factory that that gives you delivery time that is uh, possible to achieve. And if we were to give, uh, say, to, to go with that uh, supplier and pay them the full 100% upfront, let's say that the, um, the materials, I mean, the, the, the end product is, as, as we said, uh, is unacceptable with a high rate of defect. What options, what resource would, would we have to have them correct that and, and fix that? Especially 
after that they've got the full money in their hands? What options do we have to to make sure that they actually correct that? Well, the best thing to do is uh, we, we can show them photos inspection that we had uh, for the product that we rejected from EU market, then define the defects that we cannot accept before confirming the order, then we will have a exact written trail for what we agreed on. And if we find same type of the defects, we can take out the bad pieces and ask them to reproduce. Yeah, another question I have for you, uh, you know, is, and I mentioned that to you uh, uh, yesterday. When I was chatting with that uh, lady from that uh, workshop when, uh, about the, the payment terms, and I asked, asked her that we would, uh, whether they would accept to, to have the, 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 the transaction done under an escrow through Alibaba. And the reply was, no, they never do on, with Alibaba. They only do it with uh, via TT. And that, to me, um, made me have some, um, uh, some red flags. Should we be concerned about that? Well, since we both don't have experience with this supplier, it could be happen without problems. It could be that the end result will be insane like we had with the supplier from the market. But, I mean, I, I never really used this Alibaba payment before so i guess that's a new thing since i've been out of the sourcing game that i don't think that existed before um so i don't know if everybody's adopted to that to be to be honest well we, we initially found, found their contact on alibaba uh, they, they have they are marked as 11 years member on alibaba okay so that answer that they don't accept escrow is really weird Oh, I see now. So they've been on for a while and they're not using that. Yeah, you mentioned that of the three supplies that we visited, they're the ones that have been listed on Alibaba the longest. And I don't know if that that can be any positive thing on their hand, but that's something to, to keep in mind as well. Yes, they are. They have longest experience on Alibaba, but they really have, I feel they have so long experience in these 11 years of their workshop existence, they, needed, they didn't advance to be some better, higher quality factory. They're always, they, to me, it feels they're always staying on the same level. You saw their showroom was actually office with two tables and one shelf of samples. Very dark. And they, they look almost like a very traditional uh, family-run business that without no desire to, uh, to improve or upgrade or anything like that. Quite the opposite of the two other places that we visited, which are very professional, very nice looking and, and much more. Uh, you can also see usually when people from abroad contact their suppliers, uh, I tell them you can feel how, how good is the supplier based on the level of English you also see the three suppliers that we visited, the salesperson that was talking with us, uh, what was their level of English. For this workshop, many questions they couldn't understand. So Emma had to continue and talk with them in Chinese. Yeah. Whereas the other two, they had, uh, the first one was uh, a lady who was almost near fluent in English, uh, Anna. Uh, and the last one, uh, the assistant... She was pretty good in English. To even the owner, the owner uh, Alfred, it was pretty, uh, pretty almost fluent himself. So that's not an issue with them at all. Yes. 
And uh, the, the difference when they quote you the price, the last factory was very specific about the details when they gave us the quote. They can keep the range of the product between 380 and 390 grams, so they will not steal on the material to get more profit. Uh, they said they will do the spiral on the bottom, outside and inside, and polishing on the inside. Everything was defined in their quote. All right. So I think probably a lot of listeners are wondering, as well as me, <laughs> what kind of time frame are we looking at now? <laughs> it said, you you know, I guess we're not confident in five to seven days. We still got to choose the supplier, make the payment, the contract. Well, from the, fir- the first company, the first trading uh, company, uh, she said about 30 days. But uh, at first she, she mentioned 60 days, but then she said 30 days. Uh, the workshop, they said seven ten days, and then the last place, um, the, when, when we were the owner, uh, they said about 30 days, but I've been chatting with the assistant, and she was mentioning that it can take anywhere up uh, to 45, 45 days, because right now they're pretty busy with the production until December. So, so we might be looking for more than 30 days. So I'm still trying to to um to sweet talk my way with assistant and have her have, have her to get us uh, a faster delivery time and i told her hey listen we like your company would like to to deal with you and and it's that's the truth it's honest that the one that i've had the best fit of uh vibe from was the last one not only when we were there but also uh chatting with assistant and all that very responsive as soon as i messaged her she messaged me right back whereas the others sometimes they take hours just to re- respond to a simple uh message and uh, so I told listen, uh, so far, we're very impressed with the company. I-, I showed the pictures to my boss and my team, and they're very happy. And we have to work with you, but you have to do one thing for us. If you can reduce a little bit of time, we will work with you. And she said she's going to look into that. So we'll see now. So that's, um, that's the latest as far as I can say. Okay. Well, it's part of doing business. You know, like uh, some of the listeners have been emailing me, and they... Uh, they, they comment on what I said last time where we were saying, you know, it's, we just lost 10, you know, 10 days or we didn't, we just lost a thousand RMB. I mean, but he, he was trying to say, well, time is money and, you know, calculate amount of profit or sales you could make per day times the amount of days, you know, could be thousands of dollars, which is true now. So I'm a little bit concerned with our time. Well, well, if not- yeah. Well, I know you have a pr- pressure for time, but this, since this is your first delivery and first project, uh, it's better to start with good quality and uh, stable suppliers that, that you can you you can trust than to rush to catch the time frame. Then actually, time cut time means lose money. True, I true. agree with profiting. I agree with Ino because we're in this game to build a long term business and we're not uh, building a product we're not building a business just to make a quick profit we're building a, a, a business around we want to be, be known as we want to place ourselves as a premium uh, brand and, and the market and the niche and for that for us to do that for, the most important thing is to find a reliable qualified and experienced supplier and so if it takes us longer than usual then so be it much better to uh, to take our time and not be pressured by the christmas season because we will have many more Christmas season and other sales opportunities, provided we can have a, we can deliver a quality product to the market, 
this way, if we if we if we were to to uh, to speed up everything and get uh, a low quality product, we would get destroyed by by the reviews, and that's something that we don't want to do uh, to see happen to us because that will badly affect our business. So that's at least my my opinion. I fully agree with Eno on that. So basically, yeah, I mean, I just feel like we might have to give up on Christmas here, to be honest, but uh, just to be realistic, right? Basically. It looks like it, but we're still trying to push our best to uh, to do the best. I'm, I'm trying my best to see if I, if we can find the right balance between quality and, and speed. And that's why I've been trying to sweet, way my, my, sweet talk my way with that supplier, supplier's assistant and all that. And I feel there's... Um, I still, I still have hope for that that we can get something going to be uh, to be there right on time for the for the Christmas rush. We may not make it for say Cyber Monday or Black Friday, but for Christmas that still is um, an option for us, and that's what we I'm gonna push forward to. Okay, uh, you know what are you feeling? Well, it actually depends what what will you decide. We can try to have Emma talk with that supplier that is asking. Uh, you guys to pay 100% upfront. If we try to explain them that they don't know us, we don't know them, and we need to find some meet, meet on a halfway. I suggested to Lorenzo if it would work that you pay half deposit. It's not not a problem, but you guys need to have some leverage on the quality side because we told them we will come from EU and do the inspection after everything is done then release the payment. Okay. Yeah, as long as we can get some uh, some kind of um, uh, safety or guarantee from them that, yes, we, we would, uh, we can, if we were to release the funds in full, we would want to have some kind of, um, some kind of option should, should the products be defective and not to our satisfaction, then we need to have them uh, corrected or changed. Uh, and that's something that has to be in the contract as well. And, that, and they need to fully understand that and accept it. Okay. Yes, agree. All right. So this has been a great, great discussion so far. I think we should kind of wrap up by, uh, so you guys are the, the people in charge, marketing department and, uh, and our other team are, you know, of course we're on, uh, on standby basically. Um, I'm, ex- I'm excited, you know, this has been, this is the, like what we wanted. It's real. It's real. So what's, what's the plan for this week? And maybe next, next week we're choosing that we're still just trying to get all the samples. Like Lorenzo said, you're coming down to Shenzhen for the cross-border matchmaker and some other things, the team here. So for, now, for me, the game plan right now is just to, um, to get all the samples I can and bring them with me and attend the, the, the event, which I'm extremely excited about. And then at the same time, we're going to continue to uh, to talk with uh, with those three suppliers and try to see if we can get better delivery times and and get a feel for the one that is most willing to uh, to work with us. Then um, then I will I will uh, present all all of my findings and my talks with the team on Friday and Saturday when we meet with the rest of the team in Shenzhen, and then we can make an informed decision with a with a with a, with a calm head all together. Okay, we will move. That. great man all right you know thanks for your time i know it's late too so it's it's much appreciated and uh and for being on this show and also helping us so much and really you know caring about it so it's appreciated you're welcome so once right. again thank you very much you know thank you emma 
Thank you, Andy, for putting us in touch with your best uh, people. I don't know if you're the best people, but they're pretty damn good so far, and, and they've been amazing. They've been life savers for us. So thank you for, for both of you, and thank you, Andy, and uh, and uh, let's let's keep working like this. Definitely. All right, guys. Have a great evening. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. We are, you know, again, this is something I'm only episode 14. So I always want feedback from you guys. Mike at globalformasia.com is the best email to get to me for this. And we are just improving as we go. So it's uh, it's nerve wracking. I mean, well, of course, there's this event. Anybody who's ever organized an event knows how stressful it is. So it's coming up really fast and it will be happening while the show is published. So that's happening. And of course, we're trying to get this Christmas deadline. I don't know what you think, but like they said on the show, I think we got to focus on quality over speed. And, you know, the mistakes really happen when you're trying to go fast. So we need to make sure we build a strong long-term brand and a quality product and that's what we're doing. And I will even be sharing about some of this at the event cross-border matchmaker and other things. So let's, uh, let's all just stay positive and, and, uh, you know, make right plans, make right moves to grow your businesses. And I hope you guys are having success and, and, and I wish you all the best. Also, again, thanks to SF express sponsoring the cross-border matchmaker. They are a logistics service provider that really works deep in there. Like uh, you can order from them one day and it comes like even same day or next day with they're really popular in China for speed and quality. Speaking about quality, sf-express.com and they can help integrate your import export logistics solutions. They have transportation, customs, clearance, fulfillment, warehousing, distribution, and more. All right, everybody enjoy your weekend. It's a Friday show and Tuesday we have our interviews. So enjoy everybody. And uh, feedback is always appreciated and noted and we're, we're improving as we go. Thank you. Cheers. Global from Asia e-commerce gladiator series, where you can follow along the progress of setting up a cross border e-commerce business from start to finish. Hear insights of real product research, Amazon FBA, China manufacturing, branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia. 